Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we got the king of this show, David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house. Episode 331. My goodness, guys. Just moving right along. Continuing to make this show, and man, we're making it great. What we're going to do here is the same thing that we always do. We are going to listen to video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the wonderfully shitty David Flip. Hey, now. It's all part of the theme, baby. Uh, And David, you know, pushed out a theme for this week's episode. And, David, I want you to wash your hands and tell us what the theme is. It's true. I bit my lip. I grabbed the handrail. I gave it hell. And out came a theme. And that theme was games with twos. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's a sequel. Maybe it's a co-op game. You know, somehow a two has to be in the game. Right. Um... You know, it's uh, it's an interesting theme, really a broad theme when you think about it. I mean, you know, what is uh, what is the number two if not two of the number one? Like, as long as a game features more than one of something, it could be on tonight's episode. Quite frankly, now, it, now, David, actually, that's a question. If some if a game features two of something, but then also goes further and features a third thing, could that be on tonight's show? I mean. It's been a hot minute since I've had a math class, but I'm pretty sure three is not two. Right. So I'm going to say no. But it is two plus one. That's true. But the thing isn't games like with math equations involving two. Okay. And so speaking of the the poopiness of the theme, uh, could it be a game featuring any um, living creature? Because everything poops. Ooh. If there are two of them. Yes. Oh, that Noah's Ark 64. Yeah, it's time to bring Noah's Ark back. (laughs) One of the other ones. Um, Okay, well, yeah, cool. So we probably all chose games featuring things that poop. It's, uh, yeah, it's implied in the theme. It's uh, going to be a... I'm interested to see what we all came up with. Because, you know know me, I'm only thinking poop. But (laughs) I'm sure there are a number of other ways to work out the number two and use it in a game. Um, You know, how many... David, what if a game is two players? Does that count? Yeah, there's two players. That's what if a, a two. game? What if a game can feature more than two players, but you mostly play a two-player? Like Mario Kart 64, when you only have like one older brother. I feel like you're reading way too much into this theme. Well, okay, well, what about games with four or something? Because four is two twos. Mm. Uh, same thing with three. Four is not two. But four is... Twice as much as two. It's actually really. It's kind of super two. Is this what the about twenty-two? 
Ooh. Like Fair any, question. Of the, any of the games with Emmett Smith in them, you know. Or, you know, just a game with big rims? Yeah. Yeah. What about that? What about that Pimp My Ride game, David? Is it valid? If, Cars have four wheels, but what if they're all 22s? If you can find a game that is the 22nd in a series, sure it counts. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I, I think we've uh, reviewed a lot of possible themes, uh, a lot of possible games for tonight's show. So we'll just have to see what we all settled on, really. Um, you know, I, I bet you Johnny's just kicking himself that he didn't pick something involving one of the things that we've said thus far. So we'll see what we all came up with. It's, uh, it's going to be a good show. Uh, we got five fantastic games, a great fan request, and uh, I, I'd say we need to just uh, you know sit down and do the business. So, Johnny, let's uh, let's hop to it, man. Let's have a uh, game one. Game two.
Alright, so this game was partially inspired by a real snowstorm um, that hit the developers' offices. gentlemen uh does anyone have their answers ready or more likely guesses uh it can be both not really let's see him i think i'm spot on uh So John says a short hike to rescue some cold nerds. Sadly incorrect. Um, John Regan says to use. <laughs> incorrect. Um, and Jesse has the ice storm too. Elijah is still dead. <laughs> um, also incorrect. Oh, I guess spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> This is Blanc. Say that again? Blanc. Oh, okay. Um, this is a, a little indie game. It's out on Steam and Switch. And it's... I feel like this is maybe peak indie game. It's very adorable. It has a really cool art style. It's all built around one single mechanic, which is co-op play. Um, and yeah, it's just a fun, cute little game. Um, 
basically there's a snowstorm that happens and there is a fawn and a wolf cub that are separated from their families so the two of them have to team up together in order to get through the snow and find their families and solve a a mystery that part of the way through the game reveals itself to actually be a different type of mystery you know I was wondering how long we were going to go before getting a Knives Out reference in here. And I'm glad that it was the very first thing. <laughs> yeah, it was that or, you know, uh, talk about, like, white girl wine. I went with the Knives Out reference. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, do either of the adorable animals speak with a, uh, you know, thick southern accent? Just curious. Um, no. Darn. They really should. It's a great accent. Instead, they just make cute animal noises. Um, yeah, it's it's a really fun little game, and it's kind of on the simpler side. Um, no. Basic, basically, you have one joystick and one button per character. Now, hold um, on. I feel like we should have more than one of each of those in order to qualify for tonight's theme. Well, one joystick a, and one button is not. Mm, that's I don't know, man. two inputs. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Check with the judges. So, um, I'm keeping a list of demerits all all show long, and by the end of it, we're going to see if anybody actually got the theme right. So, um, my wife does not play games like at all, um, but this was a no, charming, cute little puzzle platformer because you have to help each other like the the wolf cub can sneak into smaller areas and the fawn can like push heavy objects so you have to work together to like get through the environment and like i said it's one control stick one button per character i thought you know maybe maybe i could get her to play this game um and then she moved to england so i was like (laughs) well shit um however you don't have to play this co-op you can actually play this solo. It's just each Joy-Con is a character. And I was looking at reviews and they were like, oh yeah, you can play it solo. It's designed to be co-op. Because it's just, it's too confusing trying to manage everything as one person. It's like, you move one character with the left stick and the other character with the right stick. Like, it's not that hard, y'all. Right, I was going to say, like, oh, you got to play it with a split Joy-Con. No, it's, it's called just playing with one controller. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. really not that complicated. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> who, whoever, who would, David, though, who would move a character with their right thumb? It, no, <sighs> it, it ain't right, man. It, huh. it feels all wrong. I feel like there's a few games like this. I was going to say, I feel like... I'm just There's saying. You know, I'm just speaking on behalf of all the like simpletons out there. Like you, know, you move with the left thumb and you look with the right thumb. Look, There's... you're moving with the right thumb. Outrageous! Uh, you know, can't be done. It's like the first you time a, you gotta have a second person playing this in order to make it work. <laughs> it's like the first time you mess with like you know playing an emulated NES on your PC and you have your right hand on the arrow keys and your left hand on Z and X. It, it just makes no sense. It's yeah, like, it's like oh. yeah, it really throws me off. Maddening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, man, so you haven't yet played this co-op. You've just been, you know, uh, two-playering with yourself? No, I've been playing with myself. That's cool. Just checking. Uh, yeah. I, it, I didn't think that warranted a <laughs> sound, but, yeah. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, 
I'm impressed. I thought that your story was going to be, your wife gave it a try, and it just wasn't for her, even though it's adorable and artsy. I didn't know you were going to take it to. She left before I could even <laughs> try to play it with her. Okay. I do want to clarify. Uh, she is in a grad school program in England. She didn't leave. Right. Because of the we're game. still yeah. married. Yes, yes, yes. She's, but... She just stepped out to get some bread. She's coming back, y'all. <laughs> she didn't leave David, you. She, just left... the... she didn't leave you. Yeah. She just left the country. Right, exactly. Yeah. You want me to play what? Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, look. It seems I got into that college in England. Uh, yeah. Yes, England. You know, before I go to England, I better go out and get cigarettes and scratchers. I'll be back in a bit. Yeah. Uh, and here we are. <laughs> She's coming uh, right back, I promise. Oh, man, um, David. You're... <laughs> Sorry. I was going to make you're, the you're dark... You're talking to her on the phone, and you you hear someone in the background going, "Oi, in it!" And she's like, "Is that good?" And she's like, "Shh!" And they're like pretending like, and she's just like living next door and avoiding you. Yeah, she's in the apartment downstairs, just really not wanting to play block. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're you're waiting for her like the dog from Futurama. <laughs> With the controller in each hand. <laughs> Two Joy-Cons just... Yeah, she's gonna love this. I know she is. I You're spent like, $5 on this. I don't like, want to start it yet, because I want her to see the intro with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, though. Um, no, but I do feel your pain on having a wife that does not want to play video games with you. <laughs> and uh, it takes, uh, takes a special game to break through that. Yeah. An Animal Crossing, usually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Anyway, it it seems like a very cute game, David. It and is. Yes, like you said, very indie. You know. So is it all just like monochrome? You know, white with uh, you know, light. Uh, is there any color besides black and white and shades no, in the game? It's totally black and white. Um, there's some like grayscale shading, but like yeah, it's it's a fully monochrome game. Um, mm. And what I think is kind of cute is. The fawn is all white and the wolf cub is all black, so you get that, like, contrast between them. Um, and yeah, it's got a really soothing piano soundtrack um, that I really yeah, enjoyed. I, I halfway wasn't kidding about my guess of it being a short hike, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, very pleasant uh, it music is. you got there. <laughs> like, do they make another one of those just uh, casual kind of chill out uh, landscape games with a piano tinkling in the background? I'm for it. Uh, you know, is that, that all you gotta do to make an indie game these days? You know, have a cat walk across a piano and then draw yes. a picture? Dope. Like, <laughs> I'm super for it. Anyway, that's, that's me taking a shit on indie games, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice yeah. music. Who wrote it? A cat? Nice drawing. Is You call this a game? Anyway, it's great. It's, I love it. <laughs> a only. Yeah. We'll see you at the Game look Awards, at, baby. Look at Triple A Jones over here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, yeah, actually, I'm kind of happy that you went on that little tangent because I don't have much else to say about this game. It's adorable and charming. Um, yeah. It's not hard to play by yourself. It is designed to be played with two people, and yeah. it's a it's a great little game. Yeah, you've described the gameplay. You've described all the colors in the game. Uh, you described the you know the preferred and the uh, you know the non traditional ways to play it. You've covered it, man. Uh, do you have a composer? Or is it really just, do you want to give us the name of a cat walking across a piano? Uh, you know, I probably should have looked up the composer, but I definitely did not. So I'm going to say the composer is Mr. Scribbles. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Scribbles. Um, a delightful game with a delightful soundtrack. 
and uh, you know, looking forward to giving you plenty of scritches <laughs> behind those little ears for composing this soundtrack. Uh, great job, cat. You know, cat. You know, if more cats compose video game soundtracks, the world would be a better place, man. As it stands now, the world's an okay place, and cats are okay. Uh, but like, you know, sometimes they like poop where they're not supposed to. If they did, if they composed video game soundtracks instead of that, you know, everything would be all right. You know, you might be on something here. What if you made a litter box where the litter was a musical instrument? So as Johnny the cat uses the box, they're composing a symphony. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's a good idea. Yeah, like uh, like those you know Twitch plays Pokemon things or whatever. You know, cat shits Pokemon. <laughs> like uh, just whenever Episode a cat title. Whenever a cat has to go take a shit, <laughs> it's stepping on like a synthesizer or something. Just composes a video game soundtrack. I feel like the key care the cat. The cat, well, no, no, it, it's blissfully unaware that it's oh. doing it. <laughs> the, the cat doesn't hear the piano sounds. It merely just, you know, every every surface of the cat box Then you is, don't get the cat's vision. The cat's vision is... Just you know, taking a shit. Yeah, take well, a shit, go lay in that sunbeam, <laughs> I mean, and then, you know, come back. Beethoven was famously deaf when he wrote that's his, his composition. Exactly. You don't have to hear what are cats if not Beethoven? <laughs> Little Beethovens. Yeah, you heard it here first on Game That Tune. Cats taking shit, basically Beethoven. Mm-hmm. It could be in a in a in a perfect world. We're not there yet, guys. But we we got to work on this. Baby we'll find steps. a way. Yeah. Patreon. We want to develop a uh, you know cat shit synthesizer. <laughs> yeah, just uh, go to Patreon. Anyway, uh, great pick, David. And see, and we even then we got some number two talk in there. I did it. <laughs> Yeah, talk about Beethoven second. Game two.
Ah, yes. <clears throat> so this game, um, unlike the previous game in this, this series, uh, jumping actually has a practical purpose and helps you with getting around the town quicker. Um, and fortunately, you cannot jump off most ledges to your death, so that's nice. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling very good. I think, honestly, the trivia gave it away. Oh, cool. Feeling very fanciful. So far, the music tonight, fanciful. Lots, lots of and, whimsy. Gonna go ahead and put that out there as the, the word for the night. Like, uh, WWE wants to push stupendous. You know, tonight, fanciful. I'm down. Let's see. Johnny has written two truths and a lie. That is incorrect. Um... David has written Super Mario Bros. 2 that is incorrect. And uh, John, with the correct answer, uh, Nino Kuni 2. Um, Revenant Kingdom. This is the full time. Yes. <clears throat> so yes, this is the... Uh, As sequel. I like to call it, Nino Tooney. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Is why they, they totally missed an opportunity by not calling it Nino Tooney. Um, I'm glad I wasn't the only one who thought that. Um... But yeah, no, this I call game, it that despite never playing it. Um, so I, I've, I didn't play this when it first came out, even though I was a huge fan of the first game. Um, it was, I, I, it's one of my favorite RPGs, honestly. Um, and it was really cool because it was like Studio Ghibli, and um, uh, was it level five? It, yes. They make a lot of RPGs. Um, but yeah, it was it's cool. Just you know, Studio Ghibli RPG, you know, sold, you know, <laughs> and because it, it's pretty, 
Um, it's uh, what it reminds me of is if Studio Ghibli did a Dragon Quest because it's got lots of whimsy. Like everything is like so whimsical in, the, in this game, and um, so like I loved the first game, and so I had heard when the second one was coming out, it wasn't going to be Studio Ghibli anymore, and I was like, oh, that sucks. But the thing is, now that I'm older and read stuff and paid attention more, um. The guy who did did make this game, or is the lead of the game, uh, worked at Studio Ghibli and <laughs> basically um, did the same like style and stuff. So, like, really, that was silly of me. Um, I mean, it's you know, it's valid. Like, it's I don't know. It's not actually Studio Ghibli, no, Ghibli but whatever, it's, however you want to say. It. But it's a guy that was there for a long time. Yeah, and, and before he made the first game. So, exactly. Uh, you know, it's not like Miyazaki was ever making these games. Yeah, yeah, no. He so, hates video you know, games. <laughs> right. Yeah, that guy is just, you know, he wants to occasionally draw a movie and wander around Japan just picking up trash. Respect. Yeah, uh, totally. But for the for the rest of us, you know, let's get the, the guys that want to get some art out in the world making video games. Because they got, you know, the guy that made the first game and they got uh, Joe Hisashi to come back for the soundtrack. Yeah, I would argue Joe Hisashi, one of the very most important parts of Studio Ghibli. <laughs> like, it's, uh, you know, the soundtracks to those movies are universally phenomenal. Yeah. And so to get him scoring this soundtrack, very important to the uh, to the whole Studio Ghibli vibe, um, whether or not the, the studio itself was involved. So, you know, they, they, they got what they needed. They, you know, they got the first game out. And then they got yeah. what looks and plays and seems a lot like the first game, with uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's yeah. the thing. Because um, I was I was about to ask you, like, man, does, you know, if Studio Ghibli was actually involved, that's a sequel. They don't do those. Yeah. <laughs> but nope. It's uh, no. no. Studio Ghibli's first sequel is not a video game. <laughs> yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? You never saw Ponyo Two? Listen, man. Don't think I haven't been waiting for it for 13 fucking years. Grave <laughs> of the Fireflies too. Ooh, I gotta tell you, that's kind of a depressing tale. Yeah, um, yeah. God, no. Thankfully, that one. You know, I mean, the post-credit well, scene in Grave of the Fireflies really set up a pretty great sequel. <laughs> but it's, no, we're not. <laughs> way more it's, graves. It's Although, funny you mentioned Grave of the Fireflies. I was kind of surprised that the Grave of the Fireflies sequel was a musical, but you know what? It was a it was a bold choice that paid off. <laughs> Grave of the Fireflies two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> so, so speaking of Grave of the Fireflies, oh and no, I, is this game anywhere near that sad? Well, <laughs> oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna We're going to go through some child <laughs> graves. <laughs> if they died in Hiroshima or Nagasaki. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so no. Trick uh, question, speak- Oklahoma City. Yeah. Go on. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They're all from Japanese internment camps. In your face. <laughs> in oh. your face. Okay, so. <laughs> what happens so, to the show being fanciful? <laughs> yeah. I said yeah. fanciful, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, again, speaking of Grave of Fireflies, the Let him Nino, say it. <laughs> Nino Kuni 2 starts off with you as the president of the United States. Oh, uh, it, yeah, and you're in a car, like a limo or something, and you're uh, on the phone with someone, and you look very frustrated. And then you look out the window and see a very large uh, missile heading towards the city you're driving to, 
and it hits the city you're driving to, and you see a giant mushroom cloud, and all the buildings just explode. And so then it shows the President of the United States underneath a fucking car, and you're like, oh shit! <laughs> and then you vanish. And then you show up, um, uh, like 30 years, you look 30 years younger, um, you still have your uh, Colt 45 handgun. And you're in this uh, magical, whimsical-filled world, and uh, you just happen to show up in this little boy's room, <laughs> and he's a cat boy, by the way. Uh, he's also supposed to be king because his father was just killed. Um, and in the a mice nuclear blast? <laughs> no, no, the mice people are about to uh, do a coup and try to kill the young king. And so the president, of course, is like, I'm a good president, I'm going to help this boy out. And so, like, you help the boy escape uh, from being killed, um, and then you decide, or you decide to help the boy because you're like, the last thing I saw on my world was pretty messed up, so uh, maybe I'm good here for a little bit. <laughs> okay, so, I'm sorry, I, I, I need some clarifying questions here. So, you are the president... Of the United States. Right, of the United States. And you witness a nuclear attack. Wait. And then... You wake up as a five-year-old in a fantasy world. No, with a cat you are friend? you are the uh, older gentleman. Oh, okay. You, you're, I you, thought somehow witnessing no, no, a nuclear no. attack was sending the president into like a childish fantasy. No, no. You meet. You'd show up in the room, and this boy. He's like, I'd say he's more like twelve, thirteen. Okay. Um, and he's like, Well, what are you doing in here, Mister? And he's like, I don't know, but um, I'm not. You know, I'm not of any harm of you i you know i want to know what's happening just like you do and he's like oh okay and so you run outside and then you find out that the mice people are uh going to try to kill him and the president's like that's fucked up i'll save you kid because <laughs> i don't want to see some cat boy just get murdered in front of me that'd be weird okay and so i'm sorry do you play the game as the president of the united states <laughs> yes He's the main character. And I'm sorry, have you guys been saying the president of the United States like as in a single person, or have you been saying the presidents of the United States no, like the band? No, one person. It's just one person. Oh. Yeah, the nuke hits, and he moves to the country, and eats him yeah. a lot of peaches. Yeah, eats a lot of peaches. <laughs> peaches, peaches, peaches. Yeah. Peaches, peaches, peaches. Yeah. <laughs> he, he meets a little cat boy, and, you know. Peaches come says, from a can there, put there by a cat boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put there by cat man. Um, my father, cat man. Uh... Wow. Okay. So this is um, immediately different than anything I expected. I um. Well, hmm. like the first, but basically the first one is little boy from the fifties uh, gets transported to uh, this magical world after some kind of traumatic event, and so this right. one is the president of the United States getting transported to a magical world after some traumatic event. The traumatic event being the city he's going to just got nuked. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and, uh, I, yeah, But see, that's the thing. I'm, I'm confused why you didn't need to be the president. I mean, isn't the point of these Nino Coonies <laughs> to play as well, a child in a world full of fanciful well, merriment I mean, and whimsy and also sadness? Well, you why do you have to be the fucking president? <laughs> and stuff. Because the um, combat is way different in this one than the, the first one. Um, it's more of an action uh, RPG combat. 
And um, well, you said the president has a gun, right? Yeah, he uses he mainly uses swords, but he also has a gun. And in this in this world, like <laughs> they do have firearms, but they're more like you know blunderbuss looking things, you know, like magical steampunk type guns. But his but he also still has his like issued uh, presidential like Colt forty five or nine millimeter or whatever it is. It's a very so it's Japanese like, understanding of the yeah. United States presidency, and you know. <laughs> It's not too far off. <laughs> I was going to say, like, of all the strange things in this game, the president just having a Colt 45, like, no, that that's logical. I mean, yeah. he should have some me. kind of <laughs> firearm, you know. Well, it depends on the president, I guess. Um. <laughs> yeah. As a person that doesn't care much for guns, I would argue, yeah. no, he shouldn't have some kind of firearm. But that's just me. If he wants to have a well-regulated long hunting rifle, yes, please, yeah. keep it with you. But, uh, but, no, but like, yeah, the president doesn't need a handgun. <laughs> Most people don't. But there's the one thing about this game is there's a lot going on. Um, like, when you're in a battle, because eventually you find these things that, again, this game is full of whimsy. You you find these things called um, Higgledies. And uh, um, you know how, like, uh, Studio Ghibli loves making, like, weird-looking, like, forest spirit-type things. Like they little, do? Like little, like, you know, weird things that hang around and they're always, like, happy but weird, like, happy and creepy. And, and oh, so, like, yeah. that's basically... Say, I, don't think, I don't know that they're always happy. <laughs> well, some of them feel happy, but there's Higgledies. That's what they are in this game. And they kind of look... And you can have four groups of them in your in your party. So, like, each group is, like, a whole bunch of them. And so it's like you're fighting... Your uh, two party members are fighting. Then you got these little things running around, also doing things. And but what I like about them is they'll like start charging up like a little circle on the map or the the, the area. And you run over there and you press A, and then they do something cool. Like one of them like builds like a cannon, and then the cannon just starts shooting your enemies. Um, the other ones will like heal you. One of the other ones like uh, casts this like crazy like black hole looking spell. Um, so, like, the Higgledies are pretty cool. And they, like, help you do stuff uh, out in the environment. Um, this game has an, an overworld map where, like, your character gets all, like, chibi and, like, you run around. And, like, I feel like that's not a thing in, like, a lot of RPGs lately. They kind of just got rid of that in a lot of them. Um, mm. So that's pretty cool. I do um, want to ask a question very briefly going back a second. Um, so the game has Higgledies. Are there any Piggledies? Fair question. Um, I do know they've said the word piggledy. Um, okay. Because there's a, a fairy looking creature. I could say it's a fairy because it looks like the things from the first game that were called fairies. Mm. Um, and I just got him. He's my uh, kingmaker. So in this world, if you want to be a king, you have to take. You find this like temple and uh, challenge this uh, test, and then you have to fight this monster. And then once you defeat it, uh, you can be king, and so then you can just go claim some unclaimed land and be like, so okay, say, I'm a king now. <laughs> but you're already you the president. King? You're already president. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Okay, you're president of the other world. You're not pre They don't know what a president is. Like, he did when he showed up in that little boy's room who's supposed to be king, if he's like, I'm president, the kids would be like, of what? I'm the fucking king, you know? <laughs> so... I'm finding this world very frustrating. <laughs> there's, there's, okay, there's two worlds. Oh, well, now so I understand. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would say slow down, Egghead, but I want to get to the point that this does meet the theme. Yeah, yeah. two worlds. Well, I get it. Well, it's also Nino Cooney too. Yeah. So. What? <laughs> Hold on. 
but there's I'm also blown, like blown my a, mind here. <laughs> there's a whole other battle system too. Where a like second you, battle system? Yeah, you have like uh, little because you're king. You're a king, and so you have like little uh, armies that you fight, and th- that one is kind of fun too. You get like I- I've only done a couple of those battles, but they have like cool moves that do things. Like it's only this game has a lot going on in this game, but it's 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 cool. It's pretty. The music is wonderful. Um, the battle system is pretty fun. I like, you know, hacking and slashing with your swords. You can carry, um, up to three weapons and they all have like a percentage to them. And so once the percentage is a hundred percent, like your skills you use are way more powerful and stuff. So, um, you can always have all three at 100 and then just start kicking ass. It's, it's a pretty good action RPG. Um, there is a lot going on. So you might be, you know, if you just get into your rhythm, I think it's fine. Try not to yep. pay attention to the other guys. And if you see the little Higgledies ready to do their thing, run over and turn them on just because they'll do something cool. Like, it's so cool when they build that little cannon and you're like, oh, they got a cannon! And they just start blasting the enemies away. It's a... Uh, the game has some... It's very fanciful, John. It's yes, very I fanciful. Like it. it sounds like there's a lot going on. There is a not, lot going on, but it's fanciful. Not all of it do I want, but a lot of it... It sounds pretty fun. You <laughs> like, should watch the intro somewhere, because that is... I, like, you're like... Especially... You're like, I'm about to play a Ghibli RPG. Oh, the President of the United States. I thought this was like a fantasy. What's yeah. going... Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> this fucking city. What is this? Yeah. I'm thinking like the opening of Spirited Away. Like the President of the United States is sitting in the back of the car and he doesn't want to move to his new house, the White <laughs> yeah. House. And then his parents convince him that it's going to be a good thing, but then the White House gets shot with a nuke and he ends yeah. up in a theme park of spirits. And his parents turn into pigs. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, not what I would want in a game at all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, 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 no commentary on when this came out or who the president was. Regardless, I don't want to play as the president of the United States in anything except NBA Jam. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. There's a uh, man, a lot to unpack here, Jesse. A lot. To- it's- it's wacky. Lots. It's on Game Pass. That's the main reason I tried. I was like, I'll give it a try finally. Mm-hmm. And it's been pretty fun. Yep. I support the uh, the cartoony style and the weirdness. Yeah. You know, there's just a... Uh, I think, you know, based on everything you've said, I'm more confused now than I was at the beginning of the segment, and I feel like I need to play it to understand what's going on. But I'm not sure I want to. Yeah, so yeah. I get it. You know, it's tough. It's, uh, it's trade-off. Like, Good music, though. Yes. Um, and we already shout out the composer. It's Joe Hisashi, yeah. baby. God, we gotta get him on the show. Yeah, talk to him about what was uh, what was going through his mind when he composed "My Neighbor Totoro." Yeah, how <laughs> did you know it was gonna make a man cry repeatedly in 2020 and 21 and 22 and 23? Every time I watch "My Neighbor Totoro," in fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how'd you know, Joe? Um, anywho, yeah, uh, Jesse. Anything else on uh, Nino Kuni two? No, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So, Revenant Kingdom, pretty are there cool. a series of bear attacks? Yes or um, no? Yes. Good. Johnny, let's move on. Game 2.
So this game features a mechanic where you can praise or punish creatures. Praising them encourages a behavior, while punishing them discourages the behavior. Prior to a patch release, punishing your creature after it had defecated would cause it to become permanently constipated. If anyone would like, I do have an additional piece of trivia. No. All right. Jesse speaks for everyone. Let's see I mean, some I answers. Hear it. All right, Johnny has his answer. Jesse is teasing me with just the tip of his answer. <laughs> <laughs> so. Jesse says, Citizen Kane 2, Rosebud's Revenge, which I kind of want to give a point for. Um, John says, nobody poops but you, you heathen baboon. Sadly incorrect. John Regan has the correct answer of black and white. Uh, oh, this is shit. Our, this is our fan request, uh, thanks to Kerrigan and our Discord. Um, they said black and white, and I chose that game. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Good pick, man. Iconic video. You know, no, no, no. All no, those no, people John. morphing into each other. Fucking, oh, man. No. Michael Jackson. Jack that no. card turned into a panther. I mean, of course Johnny knows this. John, it's a Jacko no. game. No, that you're thinking of black or white. This is black and white. Oh, shit. It's you're like right. the cookie. The black and white cookie, you know. You know, in oh. a lot of ways, this game is like a cookie. 
in many, many others, it's not. Don't, the thing about my cookies is it don't matter if they're black or white. Um, so <laughs> this is um, black and <laughs> it's white. Okay. It's a god game um, that was made by Peter Molyneux. And basically, you play as a god who what a guy. controls like a couple different islands with a bunch of tribes and everything. And you basically just interact with them. Um, so wait, are we talking lowercase g god if he's only controlling a couple of islands? I mean, no, he's... Well, I guess you're an omnipotent god. Um, you're... You never actually see yourself. Um, everything is controlled by just a disembodied hand, and that's what, like, interacts with things. Hand of God. Yeah. Um, Diego Maradona is a soccer game. Sure. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Take place um, in Argentina, and uh, controversial goal scoring happens. Got it, maybe this takes I understand. Place, maybe this takes place in the Falkland Islands before the war. Yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, if you're a god and you only control a couple of islands, you know, are you like that fucking, that like fruity god from the beginning of Thor Ragnarok, or not Thor Ragnarok, Thor fucking Love and Thunder that just makes fun of Christian Bale and then gets killed? Like, <laughs> one of those shit gods that deserves to die? <laughs> well, you don't die in this game. You just kind of interact. I just want to know what kind of god you're playing as. I don't care if you die or not. <laughs> I would love if they put out a Thor um, Love of Thunder game replay as that god that dies at the beginning. That awful fucking like, god that makes fun of Christian And Bale. the whole game takes like, 20 minutes. $60. You know, oh, boo, your daughter's dead. And then, you know, fucking you die credits, you know, opening credits roll. <laughs> and that's the end of the game. <laughs> oh, cool. So I, I get to play as Gore now? Oh, nope. Game's over. Nope. Yeah. All right. Game over. Return of Gore. Um... As you interact with things, uh, you have two little sidekicks. Um, one is like a little chibi demon, and the other is like a very chibi wiseman type character. Um, so they're the kind of angel and devil that will guide you like, you should punish them. No, you should reward them. So you have these like two demigods, I guess, that like help you out as you interact and just go around. Now, I know you said you never see yourself, but do you see your shoulders? No. They don't appear on either one and, you know, tell you to do things? <laughs> it's more like they appear on your metaphorical shoulders because they just kind of hover mid-screen. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. God puts the world on his shoulders. They uh, they can appear anywhere they want. I'm, I'm now, following, David. It all tracks. Now, are you like a Old Testament God or a New Testament God? Well, that's the thing. Um, it's up to you because... You decide, do you want to, like, reward these people, or do you just want to smite them? Um, you have freedom to pretty much do whatever you want. Um, mm. And the cool thing is the the characters in the game will respond, um, apparently. Cause this <laughs> They'll game respond was... to being smited? <laughs> well, because this, oh, was... <laughs> this game was released God in 2000. God, come on, man. This game was released in 2001, and apparently it won multiple awards, um, including the BAFTAs and a Guinness World Record Award for the most complex artificial intelligence. Um, <laughs> like, apparently these like people what? in the game just behave very, very human-like for uh -huh. 2001. Yeah, as God, you can ask them to like you know write you uh, ad copy or like you know do a poem or something. They give you, I don't know, like kind of an okay poem, but it's you, know, you can tell it's not really written by a person. 
Yeah. Was that it like kinda, GPT or something? I was going to say, yeah, black and white GPT. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Guy, you, go around, you go around prompting the people in these islands to do things for you. <laughs> they Can just you write a recipe uh, article, please? They released the source code to chat TPT. It's just black and just, white. Just black and white. <laughs> Damn, Damn was on it, baby. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I wish I had known that. Man. I wouldn't I, I be surprised. I would love to have known that black and white was the most advanced AI in the world 23 years ago. You know, that's the kind of shit that would get me to play the game. You know, I've seen so many fucking Facebook doofuses that are, you know, enamored with like, I could ask chat GPT a question. You know, they would have loved this fucking game. Like, <laughs> I can go play black and white and, you know, oh man, it, you know, it responds. It's so real. If I <laughs> ask chat, tell me how. <laughs> Remember that E3 where he had that, uh, like AI that you could talk to and stuff, and uh, no, it was, you don't. It was real oh. weird. It was like the it was like a little boy or a little girl. Well, it was, was he just like, the Xbox thing? The, was yeah, it the connecting. I was thing? gonna say it was for like Xbox One. It was, yeah, it was like a little yeah. boy that you asked questions to. Scan the paper yeah. with the fucking connect, and the kid picks it up, and it's like this is a nice drawing. Yeah, God, it, what it unrealized out, potential! <laughs> it turns out all that was canned. Like. Yeah. It, <laughs> Like, it wasn't, like, actual, like, AI stuff. It was just, like, you know, they, uh, like no special effects way, stuff. No way, Jesse. Hold on. <laughs> Let me pick my job off the floor. No fucking way was that not a real AI demonstration. <laughs> you're kidding me. <laughs> and, uh, next thing you're going to tell me is that the game Black and White from 2001 was not at one time the most advanced AI in the entire world. I mean, it probably the, was. The well, Guinness Book said so. And that's the thing, like, I never played this game, and my knowledge of Peter Molyneux is him, like, up his own ass and promising things that he can't deliver, so I was like, no, I'm not gonna play this, but actually looking at it, it's like, I kinda want to, it actually looks really fun. Right. In that kind of old god, throw rocks at people and see what happens. Like that. It's, uh, there are things about it that are intriguing. It's just, you know, those wild-ass claims about it being super advanced. Like, okay, sure. I Whatever mean, you say, Guinness Book in 2001. Peter Molyneux was always, like, uh, trying to be cutting edge and and make weird stuff. And I respect and like, that. And, you know, we haven't really heard his name in a while. And you know who else we haven't heard from in a while? Richard Garriott. Where the fuck is he? Did he actually go to space? I don't know. Space! Who? <laughs> should I ask who? <laughs> you shouldn't. You should know. You know some kind of history of video games, but I don't know. That's my. That's your deal. Okay. Anyway, no, I'll, I'll research that another time. Yeah. Isn't? Didn't he go by Lord Garriott? Yes. Okay. Yes. David, winner. Lord Richard Garriott. He went to space anyway. one time. So you know. Um, so he plays the god, and you fuck with your people or help them. That pretty much it. It's a morality play as uh, you know, an omnipotent thing. Yeah, basically. You, know, you um, decide how you're going to play them. You, you, know, you, you, also you feed them the rocks um, or you throw the rocks at them. You, you know, also get like your own creature that you can kind of like design and train. Um, I'm not really and sure <laughs> why. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be your avatar or... I don't know, I just, I was looking at videos of this game, and there's a disembodied hand, there's the angel and the devil characters, there's, like, all these Stone Age-type people and little huts and everything, 
And then there was this picture of this weird, goofy, anthropomorphic cartoon animal type thing. It's like, this seems very out of place. Yeah, okay. Uh, now I'm back on board, baby. <laughs> like, yeah, you have to be God and you have to punish or fucking reward these people. But you also have to design like an Olympic mascot to be your fucking you know, weird creature that's like your you know, pride and joy. Cool. I'm in. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, how uh, how weird can we get with it? Super weird? Cool. Like, is it just draw anything and it takes on life? Because that's pretty advanced AI for 2001. Or is it like you choose, you know, you got sliders and you can choose like different heads, bodies, and tails. I don't know. I think it's uh, more like that. Um, I did just post a picture in Discord where it looks kind of like a weird chimp orangutan type thing. Like, again, I'm not really sure what this has to do with a god game, but it's in there. It's just there to prove that God makes mistakes sometimes. <laughs> yeah, every day that that chimp stays alive, we stray further from God's life. That's you, like, the whole lesson. People to him. <laughs> Look at that fucking thing. I oh, hate this. Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> is that in some umbilical cord? <laughs> like, this is you know, bad. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, he's born in the earth womb. They never cut the cord. He became this fucked up giant hand chimp. Uh, the know. earth womb. Yep. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, man. This, uh, this seems intriguing. It seems like the kind of game that, like, obviously, you can't, like, remake or re-release this, can you? Like, this is never coming back. I mean, I don't think so, because I don't know that our AI is advanced enough. Right, exactly. Yeah, we 22 years <laughs> later, I don't we think we can run this. So <laughs> that was what, see, that that's the thing. I hate to be the one to tell you this. There was an AI inside the Twin Towers. That was the whole point of 9-11. They destroyed no, the AI. That's too AI, soon. AI, AI cannot melt steel beams. It, yeah, that was the thing. We had to we had to take it out, man. It was going to take over the planet, you know, cause a singularity. And, you know, we paid the Saudis inside job. And um, that's that's not very fanciful of you, John. I know. Yeah. Uh, and it's a shame we could be so much further along. We Honestly, could we could be we could have a black and white re-release, but no, we gotta you know we are where we are. This We're is sitting the, here. This is the most coherent and I love conspiracy theory I've heard yet. <laughs> Listen, John, yeah, you I know it's beautiful. I asked an AI to write me that 9/11 conspiracy theory. <laughs> Shit, it just it just comes out naturally. You fucking you know you tell a, a chatbot to fucking write you a 9/11 conspiracy theory about you know uh, you know destroying a an infant AI chatbot and it knows exactly what to say. It's trying to gain sentience, John. It's crazy. <laughs> these fucking oh these chatbots. You know, I wish we all had black and white instead of chat GPT. And uh, we would all be just having so much more fun if we could be, you know, smiting fucked up chimps instead of fucking, <laughs> you know, asking a computer stupid questions and thinking it's trying to respond to you. Um, man, we've uh, we strayed far from the black and white gods like so. <laughs> what I'm going with. Yeah, David, this was a superb fucking uh, request pick. I'm glad for all the paths that it's taken us down. You know, really, it's like a, you know, it's like we're omnipotent gods, the four of us. You know, we, yeah. we can take a simple fan request to talk about anything. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Decisions must be made. Yeah, it was a great request, and thanks again to Kerrigan for making it. Did you shout out the composer? Who composed it? Was it Peter Molyneux himself? 
Oh, please. You know, I really should look this shit up, but um, I definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you should. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. Unacceptable. Your Wait, hang on, hang on. Judges yes. you. Um, I would like to shout out the composer Russell, bleh, Russell Shaw. Excellent. God loves you, Russell. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for black and white. Johnny, let's keep going. Your God commands it. Game two. So, uh, this game has you following uh, Ma Jackson and her four children and their exploits uh, running a haulage company and trading goods to raise enough money to hire a lawyer to get Ma off the hook for tax evasion. Uh, I'm sorry, what kind? So, so, what's that? What kind of company? A haulage company. Haulage? Haulage. I'm Hauling conf- haulage. I'm, I'm confused because your trivia was this game and then you just read a synopsis of the story. Like... Yes. What? <laughs> I don't have real trivia for this game. <laughs> it's okay. I, I just. I'm sorry. I just. I, I didn't hear the word haulage. 
haulage. Six minutes left. It did, but uh, I feel like it shouldn't have faded. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <sighs> All right, let's Johnny, see some answers. Johnny, Johnny. You know I love a game where we can shazam the fucking songs. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip, slick. When <laughs> yeah. it's vocals, just shazam it, baby. All right, John's got his answer up. There's Jesse Davis. Let's see. Uh, David says, The Country Music Awards 2. Incorrect. Jesse says, Thelma and Louise 2. Guess what? <laughs> Which is great. John has the correct answer. Big Mother Truckers 2. I just want to share the full name of this, which is why I chose it. This is Big Mother Truckers 2, colon, Truck Me Harder. <laughs> Game five. <laughs> oh god. Do it's you, like this game was keep speaking to you. Uh, yeah. Do you at any point truck someone harder? Exactly. That's the real question. At what point do you truck Ma harder? <laughs> so there's many games where you can choose the difficulty, and the hardest is truck me harder. There's truck me gently, and then I think truck me softly, and then truck me harder. Yeah. Yeah, truck me a little slower. Hold on, <laughs> go slow. Truck me. Try to concentrate. Why isn't there Just, a difficulty setting that's make truck to me? <laughs> or keep on. Would you like? Some, would you like some making truck? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't want to truck someone. You, say you may want to truck? make truck. <laughs> yeah, he's rushing and shit. Try not to truck any trucks all your way through the parking lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thirty-seven wheelers in a row. <laughs> All right, I, li- I like the new truck clerks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> um, so, should we just do like '90s movies quotes, but you know, replace "fuck with truck" for the rest of the segment? I mean, Johnny, this truck. Is, you you really got drawn in by what you Google games was. I, I'm trying to 
how did you get here? <laughs> like, this is the one video game he's played. Yeah, this is the only sequel Johnny's played. I've wanted to bring this game on for years. <laughs> I love the idea that you're just looking up, like, video game sequels with two in the title, and you see, like, Mario 2, Sonic 2, Pikmin 2, yeah. and then you get to Big Mother Truckers 2, Truck Me Harder. Like, yeah. All right, sold. See, mm-hmm. David, where you're fucking up is... B comes way before MNS. I never made it to Mario and Sonic 2. Pulled up an alphabetical list of second games and got to Big Mother Truckers. <laughs> Sold. Oh, that's funny. Done. Ace Combat 2? Nah. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Big Mother Truckers 2. <laughs> See, this game's pretty terrible. It's- what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Johnny, got, no. <laughs> it's got driving segments, and those are fine. Um, but then you get. Wait, to- oh, hold on. Does it have something besides driving segments? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they literally run a haulage company. What else do you do? Yeah. So, you know, also, let's, let's all strive to say haulage as much as possible during this segment. <laughs> you have to go into town. After high school, I went to haulage. <laughs> I dropped out. This is basically haulage. I had this- a girl I really liked trucking, and so I dropped out for a little while and you know, started doing coke. <laughs> <laughs> This is basically the trucking version of Escape Velocity, in that you go into towns and you talk, you go to bars, and you talk to people, and find missions, and you can also buy things, you know, and try to resell them in other towns, you know, to make a profit. With the goal being enough to make enough money to help Ma with her, you know, attorney's fees. Um, but when you get into towns, like it's so stupid and shitty, like you get into town. It's and just pops up the menu like, do you want to go to the bar? Do you want to go to the wow. casino? Like, it's not like a Grand Theft Auto style walk around and actually walk to the casino or walk to the bar or whatever it is you're going to do. Um, it's definitely a pretty low uh, production value kind of game here. I mean, I'm a little confused that you're complaining about you get to a town and your options are go to the bar, go to the casino. Because what else is there to do? <laughs> and I'm also confused that you're upset that there's not walking around segments in... Big Thanks. Mother Truckers. <laughs> Johnny, it's all out there in the title, man. You truck your mother, and you do not walk around afterward. It's, you know, I mean, yeah, you're going to be sore. It, yeah. Jeez. I got trucked so hard today. Yeah. It, yeah. But so, yeah, yeah, you, like, <laughs> is the driving, the question is, is the driving between towns worthwhile? Like, how can, you know, if, if it's a trucking game, one presumes that the action, you know, what you want to call action of the game, takes place on highways. You're just doing long-haul trucking. Yeah, and then you get to a different town and you, you know, click around and, you know, explore, but don't actually get to walk around like is there any like what's the what's the crux of the action why why is it interesting to have a interstate highway game besides the colorful cast of characters uh, well it's you know. so it's you could try to compare this to Euro Truck Simulator 2 you know where you have to no, buy and customize your truck I don't think you can but you you really can't because this is a game where you just hold the gas and go and that's really right. about it. It's pretty straightforward. Um, I, I would just like to point out, um, Tay posted a screenshot in our Discord uh, where there is a woman clad in black leather and an eye patch. Uh, you have the option to bribe her, and apparently her name is Slits. Yes. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, she yeah. is a juror that's been assigned a Ma's case, and you have to bribe the, like your game is to bribe, also bribe the jurors to keep them. She's from, the juror. Yeah, she's a juror that you got to bribe. Okay. And this, yeah, is, this actually is going a long way to explaining why you picked this. You you Google <laughs> games with jurors. You are totally jury pill, aren't you? You're just fucking. You've been on the grand jury for so long. You were like, I need, I need a juror game. And this See, game, yeah. Johnny, do you think that you are slits right now? I was going to say that's the thing. You're probably upset. Nobody is bribing you. You need yeah. to go buy slits. Just okay. go into the courthouse tomorrow. Like, yeah, I know it's John Regan, but I'd prefer to go buy slits. Yeah, please call me slits. Um, <laughs> Mr. Regan yeah. was my father. Call me slits. Right. Slitch Jones I'm, over here. I'm looking at you know, slits on this uh, this screenshot. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here in slits. Uh, you know, like one, the eye patch. Two. The slits, possible, <laughs> possible tribal oh, tattoo God. emanating from her, like you know, from her slit, front bottom. Oh, um, I'm not sure that's a tribal tattoo. It might be supposed to be a tattoo of flames coming up from her vagina. Right, it's not exactly. her bush. So, you know, hot slits. It could uh, be her bush. Yeah, I was also wondering if it's just really poorly done stretch marks. Um, Whoa. Yeah. And then she appears to be standing in a room full of moonshine bottles. There's a poster on the wall that says, Got Pig, with a picture of a pig. And she's a juror that you're bribing. <laughs> what world is this taking place in? It's John, Johnny, oh, are there any jurors with you that look like that? Yeah. Well, let me scroll like back that. up. Yeah, Johnny, you know, frankly, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll take back every bad thing I've said about you joining that stupid fucking grand jury if you've been doing it with, <laughs> with fucking slits. slits. Well, what if I told you that I was slits? What if I told you this is how I've been dressing for jury duty every day? You shaved the, uh, the tattoo into your fucking body hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got, your, you got your fucking pubes and you know and body hair faded and got the slits tattoo done in the the hair. Okay, Johnny, I'm for it. Now, I thought this would get me out of it, but everyone really likes me. Yeah, they thought it was rad as fuck. Yeah, they all tried to bribe me. I made hundreds of thousands of dollars. I was going to say, like, I play Big Mother Truckers, too, also. Yeah, oh, you a Big Mother Trucker? <laughs> you know, this motherfucker's guilty, but us Mother Truckers, we're going to be having fun. <laughs> I don't want to be, like, judgmental or anything, but I, I get the idea that, because I, I work with quite a few lawyers. Like, I get the idea that if you were doing juror selection and a woman came in in black leather with an eye patch, like, that's an immediate no. See, well, no, you can't judge someone based on the eye patch. What you can judge them on is the black leather bikini with, like, the Rob Halford Judas Priest hat. And then the eye patch and the flaming, you know, vagina tattoo. Like, you could judge someone unfit for jury duty on a lot of things. Not the eye patch, David. Very ableist. No, but I think when they show up and say the name is Slits, I think you can just dismiss them. Right, yeah. If you ask for their first and last name and they merely say Slits. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. Oh, man, you got a real, real mess on your hands. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that your first or last name? Yes. yes. Yeah. Slits. Yeah. It's a Mario Brothers situation. Uh, See, that's Luigi yeah. Slits. I'm Slit yeah. Slits. See, but I don't want to think about the guy in the. You know, all right, how many slits are there between the two of you? Because <laughs> 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 it's a loaded question at that point. Uh, See, there's three. There's Slits Slits and there's Luigi Slits. I don't know. Is my mom here too? I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, you know, it's uh, right. wow! What a foul game, John! <laughs> what a what an interesting thing for you to have selected. <laughs> Jesus, I like the soundtrack. I like the you know the hick vibe, man. It's uh, you know, I I feel like I've been waiting for a while for you to get back to kind of the glory of something like Redneck Rampage, and I think people in the radio have been waiting for something else like that. And I think you found it here. This is uh. It's fun. It's trucking music. It's it's, yeah, it's haulage, haulage tunes. I think Mojo Nixon's a little better. But. Yes, Mojo Nixon is much better than all of this, but it's still it's got the same spirit, same vibes. Yes. Honestly, they should um like find a way to bring slits into future games. Like I would play a big Mother Truckers three colon, Super Slits Brothers, like the the Ballad of Slits, <laughs> Mother Slitters. show. <laughs> We just yeah, changed okay, the yeah. big mother slitters. The key is, John, the only reason to make a third game is to come up with a slits pun. So, if I you can do liquor. that... I would like to that. humbly request whatever the episode title is, there is a colon, The Ballad of Slits. Yeah, we got we got a lot to choose from tonight, guys. It's been a rich show. <laughs> rich with slits. <laughs> um, that's, that's the title. Yeah. <laughs> God. I was trying to send another screenshot of this game into our Discord. Discord said it's explicit and blocked it. flagged it, it baby, didn't it? Yeah, it did the same thing to my big old mouth the other night. <laughs> Can't share an image of John Harrington's lips. It's straight up lewd. You know, it's good to know that my mouth is just like slits to Discord's robots. Yeah, those fucking black and white AIs judging what's a vagina and what's not. Uh, yeah. Um, Johnny, Jesus Christ, what a pig. Yeah. What a wild Oh, that's not pick. so bad. Well, I you know, good. I'm glad David saw it. You know, David J- David has deemed slits not that bad. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. worse. Why am I not getting a notification? I, what the fuck? I posted <laughs> it in the Rule Thirty Four channels. That's a lot to have. Uh, uh, okay, explicit. there we go. Yeah. There we go. Cool. I'm hosting a podcast, and I'm not going to look at your slits. Um, <laughs> So, you know, Johnny, is there anything else, uh, you know, on, uh, have we actually said anything about Big Mother Truckers 2? Do you have any commentary upon haulage games or slits? It's, it's not a great game. Um, oh, it was made by a European development team. So I feel like this is Europe's idea of what America is. Dude, what's up with all the foreigners? You know, uh, you know, first we got Japanese gun president and now we got fucking European trucker slits. Uh, (laughs) Fuck me. I'm I'm realizing I should have picked an all American game. God, I cannot. I cannot believe that Big Mother Truckers is not an American production because it just seems just that crass. I would would play the hell out of Euro Slit Simulator 2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or the European-made, you know, United States Slit Simulator. <laughs> I would love to United play, like, States a European America. version of Big Mother Truckers, where everything is the, like, compact German cars that run super efficiently. See, but Johnny, there's also your fucking, there's your sequel. Big Mother Truckers 3, United Slits of America. That's oh. all it takes. Ooh. Cross-country slitting. <laughs> That's all you need to make a sequel to this. <laughs> Patreon.com slash game that tune. We'll make it. Game 2.
All right, guys. So uh, among the many new uh, mechanics, new changes uh, from the first game to this game, uh, there is in this game a day-night cycle. Uh, players can uh, explore in the daytime or nighttime, and it affects the enemy encounters they have, as well as uh, the actions of their character, depending on whether it's day or night. feeling good about that i'm feeling very good decisively good yeah pretty good magically good see some answers oh here it goes wow wow johnny says day or night he didn't even say day or night too uh sadly incorrect jesse says super tub girl too 
No further acknowledgement. And David says Pokemon Gold and Silver. Super incorrect. Nobody wants to take a real guess at this. Nobody wants to take a second stab at this. I know what it is. Octopus Troubler 2. Thank you, Jesse. This is Octopus Troubler 2. Jesse gets a point. You should start actually using real answers, Jesse. <laughs> but it those might... don't get laughs from David. Octopus Troubler is a real answer and a wrong answer. That's Jesse, true. Double funny. It's called a double entendre. Look it up. Instead I'm not of, French. Instead of referencing the worst things on the internet, you know, just well, you work with the contract. So. Indeed. Um, you could call it Octopus Tub Girler too, if you want to. That would work too. Octopath Tub Girler. I give it to Johnny. I give my point to Johnny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's a skill in the game. I think you uh, give away your point. Uh, so yeah. Uh, uh, thank God. I thought you were going to say something else was a skill in the game. It's like yeah, shitting Octop- yourself. Octopath Traveler Two. Um, man. Uh, what a game. If. Uh, if you've been chatting with me in GTT Radio lately, you would have seen this coming. It's the only thing I've been playing recently. And it's, oh, you uh, like it? I like it a lot. Oh, cool, cool. Have you heard? I'm enjoying this game. <laughs> I, I guess I missed it. I'm Man. Popping there sporadically. It is quite fun. Um, you know, I hear I, uh, good things. That's awesome. There's a lot going on in this game. I probably should have like written down some notes to kind of guide where I'm at on this game. Because I'm only about 20 hours in. I haven't gotten all the characters yet because that's not the way I like to play. Even though I know that I should go around and get all the characters first and then have all them available to swap into my party. I kind of like just doing my own thing. Um, now, I have a question. Yes. How many playable characters are there? Oh, Dave. Yeah, how many characters would you expect in a game like Octopath Traveler 2? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Well, the original game had eight playable characters. This is Octopath Traveler 2. You do the math. There's 16? No, there's eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, basically, so basically what you're saying is there's more than two characters. There's eight. That's right. I was, I was quite frankly disappointed when this game was not sex text to Path Traveler. Because, you know, if, if you're going to make sequels, you just keep doubling up. That's that's how sequels work. You, know, you, you leave it in, you double it. That's how Good old it, sex say, pest traveler. That's what, you know, that's what they should have called it. Man. Um, but no, so there's eight, there are once again eight characters. And, uh, I don't it's think the, same. the theme was eight. I think it was two. This, this is a sequel, David. Jeez. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I can find other ways to you know to get to the two thing, but no, it is Octopath Traveler two. Oh, I can get there easily, David. What's what's um, what's log base three of eight? Yeah, well, there. two. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Eight is what cubed. <laughs> uh, thank you, Johnny. I appreciate you shutting him down. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, so, uh, you know, you got your eight characters, and there's the eight, uh, like, main job classes again. Um, I'm, you know, I, I would list them off, uh, the top of my head, but I'm... Lightning you know, round! Three beers in, so, you know, you got your, your hunter, your, uh, fuck, uh, hunter, thief, dancer, scholar, dancer, merchant, um, apothecary, uh, 
cleric, and warrior. I think I got all of them. Um, and yeah, uh, so I, you know, the uh, it's it's the same eight classes, but like the characterization on each of the uh, each of the characters is a little bit different this time. Uh, you know, again, I haven't gotten to all the characters yet. I haven't gotten to the scholar or the cleric or the dancer. I actually, you know, I, I backburnered the dancer this time. Previously, I was all about Primrose, that dancer, but I haven't gotten to the dancer. Um, though I started the game the same way. I started with the hunter because I just, I like the mechanics of That's the Pokemon. hunter. I, you know, I like, it's Pokemon. It gives you the option to, instead of kill the thing you're fighting, to capture it and to subjugate it and use it in battle for a while after that. It's fucking cool. <laughs> like... It's, uh, I don't know, it's a really fun mechanic, because, like, you, you know, the whole thing is, like, you, you want to build a party of characters to where you're ready for pretty much any situation. You got, you know, all the all the enemies have weapon weaknesses, they have elemental weaknesses, you got to figure out what which one's which. Your party characters have certain weapons they can wield, uh, they have certain elemental attacks, and then, like, a character like, you know, Ochet the Hunter, she is able to capture... Uh, monsters and each of them has a skill and you can use that in battle and you know it's there's a lot going on in terms of uh, like building the party and you know and maintaining the skills and figuring out what works and I like capturing the monsters um, so in terms of characterization like Ochet the hunter is not that different unfortunately than the previous game where it was like a wildland hunter woman this one, Ochet is a... She's like a... Uh, half animal, half person. A, a beastling, if you will. I was going to say, she seems to have, like, cat ears. Yes, she does. Uh, she's got cat ears, and her, her characterization seems to be adventurous and also hungry. Um, and so, in battle, you can capture monsters, and if you're holding too many, you any monsters that you capture, you can turn them into jerky, and the jerky is like a battle item, but also it's one of her, it's part of one of her, like, uh, mechanics out in the field. Uh, you can offer jerky to non-player characters, and they will, if they like it, they'll become your friend, and they'll join you in battle. So it's like a recruiting thing. It's like, if you want to recruit this guy, it's going to take two pieces of, you know, quality jerky. Hey, all right, here's quality jerky. You want to come fucking fight with us so like you can always be uh you know recruiting with her in a very silly way um i've also got casty the uh apothecary uh her thing is that she can mix up potions in battle and she can either do like a medicinal potion or a uh like a, a damaging potion that you can throw at the enemies and it's kind of dope you like mix ingredients and they do different things uh i got particio the uh merchant who is actually? I'll come back to Particio because he's fucking the shit. <laughs> uh, there's uh, for some reason, I, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm all over the place. I got the thief whose name is unfortunately Throne, which is the word throne with an accent mark on the e. I really don't understand what they were going for on the names in this game, but uh, yeah, thief, super super cool person to have in your party because you can walk up to any non-player character and rob them. It's, uh, it's an important thing to be able to do because um, I'm I'm a shithead in these games. Like, I want to walk up and it's like, oh, you got, you know, a nice sword? I'll take that. Oh, you got, you got some healing items? I'll take those two. Like, yeah, and I don't want, you know, so she's got the steel uh, skill, 
but Particio the merchant has the purchase skill. So it's like, all right, well, I can buy that off you for like an excessive amount of money, or I can bring my thief and just steal it from you. It's more fun that way and cheaper. Way more affordable to steal it. <laughs> I definitely understand stealing like health items, but how do you steal a sword off somebody? Like, wouldn't they use that sword against you? You'd think that. It's all very simple, you know, like, uh, you know, overworld type stuff. So, like, you just, you know, you walk up to any character and you can use your party's set of skills on them. And it says, like, you know, you have a 100% chance to steal, you know, this small coin pouch that you just then resell. But you have, like, a 50% chance to steal the dagger they're holding. That kind of thing. And so, like, you take a chance on, you know, uh, causing some trouble if you fail to steal things. Or, like I said, you can be the merchant guy and just pay for everything. Not as fun. Much more noble. Not nearly as fun as just filling your inventory with stolen shit. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I haven't gotten to the uh, the dancer or the scholar or the uh, cleric guy. Oh, and the warrior. Uh, there's a guy named Hikari. He's a warrior, and like his whole area is like a like a weird collapsed like Japan vibe. And uh, he's got the skill. He's like a dishonorable warrior. Uh, he can challenge people to a fight and then learn a skill if you defeat them. So, like, you get, you know, you beat them in a little battle and then you steal whatever skill they have and use it in, like, larger battles. There's a lot going on. And then, again, there's a whole other thing. If you switch from day to night, you know, instead of stealing shit, you can mug people and just knock them out cold. Instead of challenging people and stealing their skills, you can, uh, you know, bribe them for information as the warrior. Instead of, uh, you know, inquiring about what's going on in the area, you can, like, soothe somebody and make them go to sleep if you're the apothecary. Like, it's, you know, it, there's, a, there's a lot going on, and it's cool, because they just kind of address, you know, a lot of people's complaints about the first game. Like, the first game was kind of just surface-level, you know, basic RPG shit. The stories were, you know, fine, but they didn't really intersect. Uh, you know, everything was kind of simple, but they added a lot of depth in this game, and it's, uh, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, I'm only, like I said, a few, a little ways into the stories, but, uh, you know, I'm enjoying them. Uh, yeah, I've discovered that, like, I find the gameplay very fun. Like, the, the combat, the turn-based stuff, you know, the strategy of it is very fun. Man, once people start talking for their story cutscenes, like, I'm engaged, I, I think the stories are good. It also, for some reason, is just, like, lulling me to sleep. I don't know if it's the pace of the dialogue boxes or what, but, like, there's something about the soothing music and people having, like, pensive conversations about, like, you know, the nature of being an apothecary that I'm just like, okay, well, this is... Damn, this is, like, warm milk, baby. This is conking me right out. <laughs> like, I could, you know, I could fall asleep in the middle of this discussion about why... You know, this merchant thinks poverty is the greatest ill in the world. This, you know, I'm, I'm interested to hear what he has to say, but also my eyes are drooping, baby. <laughs> like, um, tell me more. Yeah, that's the thing. I keep on hitting tell me more until they get <laughs> back to some action. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool, I'm back. Let me fucking, you know, hack these motherfuckers to bits and hear some sick-ass battle tunes. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's super duper fun, man. Like, it's just, yeah, it's like playing eight kind of mini rudimentary RPGs all at once. Um, you know, travel around, build your party. This one, uh, they addressed the whole thing where in the previous game the, the stories didn't intersect. There's side missions and side stories that say like, you know, oh, you know, uh, a new side story's been unlocked. You know, the hunter and the, you know, the apothecary go here. And, you know, you can go there and do a, do like a side story. Um, you know, the, uh, 
the interactions with the characters are a lot cuter in battle. Everybody's got a shit ton of dialogue, it, you know, and you'd think it would get repetitive, but it really doesn't. If you're kind of swapping your party around, like if, uh, it, there's a lot of like reactive things. Like if you're, you know, playing with the, you know, Hunter Ochet and she takes a big hit. The next guy goes like, Oh shit, Ochet, you know, let me help you. And then, you know, you choose your commands or whatever. Or like, you know, if somebody does a big attack, it's like, well, hey, you know, that's, uh, man, you know, you know, great job, fucking Hikari. Nice hit. They all have that inner meaning, like all that dialogue, all that conditional dialogue in the battles. It just makes it feel a little deeper. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. It's like they really did take the first game and just kind of, you know, dress it up, add a little bit of depth. And, uh... It's it's just super fun, man. Uh, you know, I like the vibe of the world. I love the music. Um, I'm really uh, really feeling it. Really enjoying it. I'm trying to knock it out before Breath of the Wild. Or excuse me, not Breath of the Wild Two. Tears of the Kingdom comes out because uh, once that comes out, I'm just gonna backburner whatever else I'm doing. So I'm trying to get through this and you know get as far into it as I can. And uh, yeah, it's it's nice to be just really uh, fully enjoying something and you know not say so, oh. Uh, and sorry, to that end, one of the big things, the grinding. I, I don't know, Jesse, you're, you're an RPG player. How do you feel about the grind? Uh, it depends on the game. Um, right. Um, I only played the demo so far of this game, but uh, what I played, it seemed all right. I wasn't too frustrated or anything by it. It yeah. didn't seem annoying. Not no, like it's... classic Pokemon when you get into the cave <laughs> and it's dark. Yes. Mercifully, no Zubat encounters in this game. <laughs> Though there have been a couple of times where it's like, you know, it'll tell you every time you go into a new area, like, what the danger level is. And they don't, they're not kidding, man. If you're, like, a level below the danger level for a place, don't go in. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> gonna get really fucking frustrating for you. Like, normal battles can start to take a long fucking time and consume a lot of items and, like, you know, really fuck you up if you are just a little off the path. If you go into things a little overpowered, you're doing great. If you go into things a little underpowered, you're uh, you're gonna get fucked up. But uh, one thing I like about you know the grind, I like exploring the world. I don't want to do a lot of fast travel. You know the world really in the big scheme of things, not that big. It's like you know some large maps, but like really a few screens connecting things. So I'll walk. I'll get into my encounters. They give you a button to speed up the fucking battles. You can you can double the speed of all the actions. It's not like, you know, everybody's talking like, you know, fucking Alvin the Chipmunks. Like, they, you know, they talk normal. The menu selections are normal. Just all the animations go into double time. It just makes everything feel so much breezier. <laughs> like, I'm walking, I'm grinding, I'm getting into a battle with some characters that I can beat easily. Chop, chop, chop. Out of there. It's, uh, it's a fucking thing that RPGs just all need you need to be able to hit a button and be like yeah actually you know just fast forward the you know like jesse you famously have made you know reference to like final fantasy with knights of the round and you can't skip it but what yeah. if you could just what if you could just fast forward it? like <laughs> that'd be fine it'd be fine because you like seeing it happen you like the flashiness but like you need to be able to speed this up a little bit um it's uh it's got that and it's got also you know an important thing for fucking an rpg in which you're playing as eight different characters you could rewatch the entire uh, cutscenes up to the point that you're at by just pulling up the menu. If you fucking huh. drop it for a week or so and kind of forget, like, even, like, when I'll boot it up, I'm like, wait, what direction was I walking? Was I going towards the snow or was I going towards the the hills there? Who am I even... Wh whose path am I even on right now? Let me pull up the menu and watch a cutscene. Oh, right. I was doing Particio's thing. I'm on the merchant path. 
you can watch the entire story up to that point. You can watch all the cutscenes. Not like a recap, not a, a script of the fucking cutscene. You can watch the whole fucking thing again. It's a nice touch. <laughs> like, That's cool. So, sometimes you just need a fucking refresher on what exactly you're doing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a, it's a ton of fun. Man. Um, yeah, I, uh, I was playing it before uh, the show tonight, and I just got done with like a uh, subpath of uh, Particio the Merchant's story. I bought a fucking ship. Uh, there's two continents, and you normally would pay a a ship to sail you between them and you just kind of do a fast travel you know cutscene thing for you know a thousand gold or whatever uh but now i bought my own ship and so now i can sail anywhere i want and i can explore and it's cool you can do some more exploring also turns out the ocean is a super high level dungeon of sorts so i really shouldn't have done this so soon in the game i got out there and fucking got attacked by a bunch of like murderous like you know sea harpies and shit it's like oh this was a mistake i can't defend this like um <laughs> fuck i really fucked this up <laughs> it sounds like it was too difficult indeed that was how i was going to tie it into the theme i got out on the open seas and did some exploring and it was too difficult um that's uh that's really what it boils down to but uh yeah no it's uh there's just there's a ton of fun stuff um you know i'm looking forward to playing some more of it playing through the rest of the stories uh you know like the couple of ones that I think are a highlight uh, you know, uh, again like uh, Ochet the wildling hunter girl uh, she basically lives on a remote island and her island is run by like Aslan like a uh, talking lion type thing and it's like hey you gotta go out and like find some uh, some you know, there's a calamity coming you gotta go find some great beasts and bring them back here to defend the island and I'm only through one chapter of the story spoilers first great beast that you find to come to convince them to come back and bring them to the island they're dead uh, humans uh. killed them humans killed them gutted them and you don't get a chance to bring them back to your island it's fucking devastating <laughs> there's just a cool like you know like titan skeleton laying in there it's like oh cool it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be this kind of game huh <laughs> yeah a little, a little misanthropy in my cute uh, cute RPG I like it um, and then Particio's thing the merchant guy all he you know it's like I was thinking, I'm like, how are they going to do a thing where I view a capitalist as a positive thing? Like, a guy that just goes around buying stuff and selling stuff and his skills all involve, like, money. You know, that kind of sucks. But it's like, oh, wait, they actually did a pretty good job. He's the good kind of money. He goes around and supports local businesses <laughs> and, like, tells people that he believes in them. It's like, yeah, I support your dream, man. You you, know, you want to build this invention? Here's money. And then, of course, you you know help the finance something, and then some evil uh, side character comes along and ruins it, and you got to fucking kill him. It's uh, it's RPG shit, but you know, I, I respect him for finding a way to make me root for the guy that his whole thing is like, I'm going to go out and fucking, you know, I'm a merchant. I'm going to make people buy things. <laughs> it's like... Huh. You know, that guy might be my favorite character. That's, uh, you know, well done, game writers. It's, uh, yeah. If you told me at the outset I was going to enjoy that character, I would have said, no, nah, not, not so much. But uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot, of, a lot of stuff to do. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Um, kind of thought there would be more uh, back and forth uh, bantering and questions here. I kind of thought I wouldn't just be ending with uh, me ranting about how much I love the game. You know, <laughs> it's a good um, game. I love yeah. your excitement for it. I'm it very excited. Really want to play it. Yeah, I'm enthusiastic. 
Uh, oh, and everybody's got uh, new actions in battle where you have like a special latent power that uh, you can use. So, um, like if you're playing as the warrior, your latent power unlocks like a dark thing, like your hand gets taken over by some darkness, and you can do like sick ass moves. If you're playing as uh, like the apothecary, you can mix up potion potions and things, but not use up any ingredients and fuck people up. And if you're playing as um, like the the merchant, you can just recharge like all your battle points immediately, where it normally would take like five turns. So you can like super fuck people up. It's uh, it's kind of fun, man. They 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 really they overhauled the first game a lot and made it a lot of fun to play, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, soundtrack's phenomenal. You know, shout out Yasunori Nishiki. Uh, everything, like it, you know, the first game had a phenomenal soundtrack. This one, it's got a phenomenal soundtrack, and it's got a day and night theme for everything. So it's like fucking double the pleasure, baby. Um, it's just, uh, it's it's super duper fun. You know, I fully uh, fully hope that I can actually get it done before Tears of the Kingdom comes out because I'll drop this shit like a fucking. Like a game I never even started playing as soon as the new Zelda comes out. So I got about a month to <laughs> get through this shit. And uh, I'm hoping I do. Because, yeah, I, uh, I super dig it. Yeah, it's uh, it feels like it's filling in a lot of like a lot of spots for me where I didn't play turn-based RPGs as a uh, as a youth. And it's like, all right, cool. This uh, this satisfies that, you know, that itch. I should uh, have been spending my life playing more of these games. But anyway... Uh, good game. Great soundtrack. Tons of fun. No comments from you all. <laughs> I'll drag this out a little bit. I have not played it. I have nothing to add. <laughs> well, I would think you would have something to add. You know, so David, what's your, you know, if you were a character in Octopath Traveler, which class do you think you would be? Apothecary. It's a good call, man. Yeah. You like, uh, you know, going around just, you know, soothing people, doping them up. And also, well, uh, yeah, there's also David. It also implies that you get an attack where you throw a flask of poison in the air and hit it with an axe and poison everybody. I was looking at it more so like I'm not a warrior, I'm not a hunter, I'm damn sure not a dancer. Right. I could probably pull off apothecary. Right. I, I was I was kind of thinking you know hungry beastling girl you know hunter maybe I don't know but maybe not. Yeah. Um, you could pull it off, man. Don't, uh, you know, you, you just got to believe in yourself. And actually, you remind me, last thing. So far, I've only discovered one thing uh, like this, but there are plenty of little secret areas and things and little things to discover. There's a an extra, like, job class. You can mix job classes. And I found one that's not one of the eight main job classes. I found this guy that gives you the inventor class. Hmm. And it's, you know, you, uh, so I've given that as the subclass to my thief, and now she's got a set of moves where she pulls out inventions on the battlefield and uses them. And it's not like the other ones where normally you gain experience points and buy new skills. This one, you're searching around the world for different items. You go back to this guy, you complete his inventions, and he gives them to you to use in battle. That sounds so cool. It's dope! That sounds <laughs> incredible. Yeah, so, right there, guys. I'm saying, there's like, you know, it's, they really came up with some ways to, you know, just kind of zazz up the fucking previous game and you know it's uh it's super fun man i'm really enjoying it and you know and david if you're wondering yes when you give somebody the inventor class they get a little steampunk top hat with goggles on it it changes <gasps> their appearance so okay yeah. that's awesome yeah that's also yeah i could go on forever about this but yes every time you do a, an extra job it like for whatever character it changes their appearance 
So, you know, you can mix, like, I've got fucking Particio the Merchant with fucking dancer stuff on. So, in, you know, instead of just his normal, like, fedora and, like, duster, he's also got a crop top. Um, yeah, uh, there's, like, the warrior uh, class, and you mix it with the whatever. It, I, I just like the ways it changes the appearance. But, yes, when you find that inventor thing, whoever you put it on, they get a little steampunk top hat. It's dope. So, yes, game of the year. You know, 10 out of 10, more steampunk top hats. And, uh, John, Wouldn't it be an 8 out of 8? <sighs> now, Jesse, that's a valid question. I, you know, I might give it a 2 out of 2 for this episode. Oh, there you go. Point is, it's a 100% recommend from me. So, uh, Johnny, let's, uh, let's do the calculating computer. Shit, sorry. God damn, I lost my window. Ah! It's running, right? No, did I kill it? Oh my god, I killed it, Han. Sorry. Oh my god. Hold it's on. Dead. Give me one second. Taking a big number two. I did not mean to do that. I can talk more about Octopath Traveler if you guys would just fucking respond to me. Yeah. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps. Oh, sorry, I was uh, checking up on the chat. What was that? Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. My God, that's John Regan's music. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, Jesse's point, uh, which got us to a tie. Yep. So I just took and it. I accept. Yeah, you know, I, I accept that you got the win. You know, well done, Jesse, uh, gifting the point. Um, well done, Johnny, winning the episode. I seriously just thought of one more thing I want to say about Octopath Traveler Two. Do you want? Me, can I? Can I get ninety seconds yeah, on this? No. No. <laughs> so in the game, in the first game, you can encounter these legendary creatures called Kates. They're these cats that if you defeat them, they give you a giant experience and like a uh, money boost. Uh, and it's impossible to defeat them because they have like the highest evade stats in the game. You can only hit them with like super precise magic attacks. But if you do it, you get a big reward. In Octopath Traveler 2, they added an additional class of legendary creatures called Octopuff Travelers. And they are tiny little octopuses with <gasps> little hobo bindles. Oh. <laughs> so there's, and they, they vary depending on where you find them in the game. <laughs> so if you find them near like Hikari's area, they got little Raiden hats on. And oh if you God. find them like near the, the big city, they've got top hats on. But it's a class of legendary creatures that are impossible to defeat in battle that are little octopuses holding hobo bindles. Octopath Travel 2 is a really great game. Johnny, You've got the theme for the next episode. I'm hoping that I've now made you think games with bindles? Games with octopuses. Games uh, with octopuses holding bindles? No, I was thinking, um, since this week's theme was games with twos, what if next week it would be games with threes? But Johnny, there's no Octopath Traveler 3. Yeah. You'll have to find a new series, John. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hold on. You can't keep going back to Octopath Traveler. Can we bump that back a week since next episode is game 330, episode 332? Can we do games with threes for 333, Johnny? Oh, I'm shit. actually asking. Okay, yeah, no, that's actually it a really good idea. It would just make more sense. <laughs> um, okay, in that case, let's do games, games with, with twos. Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see, three I'm plus three plus two is eight, so... We already did 187s recently. You can't do 8s. Yeah. yeah. What if we just did what I usually do? Just call it a free play. Game that too. Free play.
Panties. 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 I got you some meat. Let me see your cake. Panties. Panties. I have this piece of meat. Now get on this other piece of meat. Say, I'm going to take your pan your GTT panties off with my teeth. Panties. Eat this meat and then spit it out. I really don't like how many times we all just said... I'm not even going to say. I am not going on your goddamn soundboard. <laughs> say titties. Titties. <laughs> say it slower. Titties. Now say it like you're ashamed of yourself. Titties. I'm going on your soundboard, aren't I? Titties. <laughs> Man. A classic throwback. That was so a, good. A fantastic free play. The theme next week is not titties. Games with panties or titties. <laughs> the theme is free play. Guys. I mean it could be. It's 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 free play. I mean, it's all valid. I'm just saying, don't res- don't restrict yourself to strictly panties. Games with slits. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, return of slits. Oh, man. Uh, I, I sure wish slits was an Octopath Traveler too. Let me talk about it for 10 Can't moments. you rename the characters? No, you can't. They no. all have those awful... They, that's, that's what I wanted to get at with the names. They have those awful fucking names. <laughs> but whatever. It all Free spells Octopath. Yeah, I do love that it spells Octopath. That's pretty fucking great. I think all games characters' names should spell out the name of the game. Floud. <laughs> exactly. Floud, Aoife, Nerit, Aerith, Lead 13, Space. I'll say Lepharoth. Pfefferoth. <laughs> I can't keep going. <laughs> uh, eventually, seven. Um. But yeah, it's gonna be a free play next week, everybody. So get your uh, get whatever you want into us. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be good. <laughs> yes. I, I said what I said. <laughs> so, want to thank everybody for listening. What a show it's been this week. Thanks to everybody watching live with us live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Check us out in podcast form. Podcasts come out Tuesday mornings. GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Always a ton of fun uh, listening in podcast form. I uh, want to thank everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune is the home for awesome exclusives. We've got mixtapes. We've got GTT gems. We've got movie commentaries. We've got all kinds of fun stuff that we're doing over there at Patreon. And you help us keep the lights on at the 24-7 video game music live stream. That is at radio.gamethattune.com. That's gtt.rocks, the home for video game music on the internet. Thank you, everybody, so much for supporting us at Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. I uh, want to spe- uh, give a special shout out to our absurd fans, of course, on Patreon. Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Phoenix Tier 2121, Beast Pond, and The Kerrigan. A fantastic group of Patreon absurd fans. Uh, David, of course, wants to give an additional shout out for our request this week. Our request came from Kerrigan in Discord. Uh, fantastic request, Kerrigan. Uh, Discord is a great place to make the, uh, the requests there. If, uh, if you don't feel like making them in Discord, make them at GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media server. And, uh, guys, that's just going to about do it. So, Johnny, you've won it. And I know that you've got a fantastic bonus tune that's taking us home. Yeah, so, um, we I all don't. love Usaboy. <laughs> oh, we do all love Usaboy, you're right. I've got Usaboy's latest song here. It's called the Maxwell Cat theme, parentheses, Sega Genesis Remix. What does that mean? I don't know. This could be my first time hearing it, to be honest. Son of a bitch. We'll see what happens. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have admitted that. It's <laughs> your bonus tune. Yeah, I've never heard it before. <laughs> uh, you said the quiet part loud. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
no, I'm not doing that. Uh, so my original t- idea was a song for was Sonic. my bonus tunes. <laughs> was Sonic a Sonic Three song? So I wanted to pick three. Um, this is just Azure Lake from Sonic Three. It's a nice song. It's it's much better than whatever that cat yeah. song was. <laughs> I know nobody's had enough Octopath Traveler 2, so give them a little taste of my bonus tunes. Uh, Particio, the merchant's theme from Octopath Traveler 2. Hit it while I read these copyrights. Blanc is copyright 2022, Cassius Ludi and Gearbox Publishing. Nino Cooney 2 is copyright 2018, Bandai Namco Entertainment. Black and White is copyright 2001, Lionhead Studios and Electronic Arts. Big Mother Truckers 2, Truck Me Harder is copyright 2005, Utechnics Limited. Octopath Traveler 2 is copyright 2023, Square Enix. I honestly did, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. All right, and we're out.